Welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. And I'm Bobby. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Back to our regular slot tonight. Mm. Although, I am a bit confused, Callum. I'm fuming. Mm. What is the point in the match review panel? Yeah. yeah. What, what's the point? I don't know. Because because the match review panel gave Bobby a one-pod ban. And yet, here we are, we're all about rugby league, I'm Bobby. I appealed it and won. How, how, how can that be overturned? I don't know. He appealed it on Twitter to at RL Disciplinary and he overturned it. How, I don't understand how... Actually, he, he, actually if anything, he appeal, I appealed to the appeal because he didn't know. If anything, he did appeal the appeal, if anything yeah. that's a frivolous appeal, isn't it? It should have been a two-pod ban. Shouldn't it? But, uh, and now I'm cakeless and without a Lucas aid. Because he hasn't also paid his fine, has he? So if halfway through the pod I start sounding a bit raspy, blame Bobby. Well, I think <laughs> and hungry as well. Yeah. I think you'll find that I was actually awarded my fine back because I won the appeal. I, I don't think... I just, I just find if, that... If you win an appeal, you don't have to pay the fine still. I just find that ridiculous. If, if you win the appeal, you don't have to pay the fine, though, so why I should ju- I? I just find it... I just... No. I just find it ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I'm Next sure... Next week, you're on cake and Lucas Aid. I'm sure you'll survive, don't worry. Well, who knows? Well, we'll, we'll find out over the next hour, won't we? Mm. Which is which is a, a fun-packed hour, isn't it? Yes. Um, but, important announcement before we go into what's on this week, Callum... This Friday, the 22nd of September, uh, we are proud founders, along with Bry from Six Again, of Rugby League Shirt Day. In aid of the Steve Prescott Foundation and the MND Association. Yes. And what do you have to do? Put a Rugby League shirt on. And take a picture. (laughs) And then... Share it with at Rugby League Shirt Day or us and we'll put it on there or with Bry at six again and we'll make sure it gets out there. Yes. And let's see if we can uh, raise some money and uh, just as importantly, spread uh, as many Rugby League shirts around the globe as we possibly can, yeah? You pick your shirt, yeah? Not yet, no. No. Um, I've got an idea though, yeah. You've got, you've got about 30 million to choose from, haven't you? Uh, yeah, most of them don't fit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you've got more shirts than 80s Elgrin, you. Wow. Yeah. Have you picked yours, Bobby? Uh, no, not yet. I've got a couple in mind, though. Okay. Well, Matt. we'll have to see. We, we will post ours on, 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 uh, online on Friday, won't we? Mm. Yeah. Bry's got his. Yeah, I reckon Bry's had his for about six weeks now. You reckon? Yeah. I bet he's been careful not to eat while he's had it on. Yeah. He's definitely dropping egg. He's definitely dropping like boiled egg down it or something. Any if he has, maybe he's overdone his eggs so that it, you know. Oh, it's not runny. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sam's told him to keep it on that. Keep it in that pan a bit longer, Bry. Yeah, <laughs> longer. 
Put your bib on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what he comes up with as well, yeah? But everybody, yeah, just get your shirts on, get your pictures in, and uh, let's see, uh, let's see everything uh, we've, uh, let, let's see everything that we've got mm. for that, yeah? I need, I need to do my bingo card as well. Yes, we do, yeah, shirt About day bingo. What shirts you're going to see. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's do that as well, yeah, to play bingo. You can play along with that at Rugby League shirt day, yeah? I mean, there's a couple of, like, obvious ones, isn't there? Yeah. No, web shirt, they're everywhere. Yeah. A um, couple of shouts out on that, I think, uh, before that. Um, uh, one of our newer listeners, uh, Mrs. Lister in St. Helens. Um, she's like listening on the way to work. But her journey's not very far, so she says it takes her about, it takes her all week to listen to the pod from Monday to Friday. That's all right, just in time for the next one. Yeah, so uh, welcome. And uh, also Abigail in Failsworth. Who's one of our ambassadors for Shirt Day? Yes, uh, who wears uh, proudly wears a Rochdale Hornets shirt. But what I do want to point out for that, uh, she gave her pocket money last year, which yeah. was three pound pocket money. Um, this year, she's given the whole of September up, so she's given fifteen pound up this year. Excellent. She should have had a raise by right, really. She should have had a bit inflation. of inflation. <laughs> I think she should have had an increase in pocket money. Yeah, uh, but absolutely magnificent. Uh, You're having a word with mum. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And uh, and uh, and hello to Abigail and all at uh, St. John's Juniors. Ooh. Yeah, woo, St. John's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, brilliant. What's on tonight then, Callum? Uh, we have the review, um, Bobby's stats of the week, which I don't think it should be happening this week, in all honesty, but mm-hmm. we, we, we move on. Move mm. on. Grudgingly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, quick run through the NRL. Ooh, the Brucos. Wonder how they've gone on. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> they didn't play this week. All right. Oh no, no. Did the Panthers play this week? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, we have a talk to me about and uh, the predictions league. Okay, everybody's favourite. Can't segment. wait for that to finish. I'll You're be honest. <laughs> All right, let's go then. Excellent. There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Yes, we start round 26 this week. What are you laughing at? Nothing. Go on, carry on. We're going to head over to the DW Stadium this week for the first game where it was another Wigan blowout. 48 points to 6 over Castleford. Just scoring for fun at the minute, aren't they? Mm. But also backing it up with some really solid defence as well. Yeah, I mean, they've had a... I don't want to say easy running because I don't... You know, but... Especially against the Catalan, what was that, 32-34-0. Mm. Um, I think they've conceded. What have they gone here? From the Catalan, they've gone nil, eight against Salford, nil against Leeds, six against Cass. Mm. So they've conceded good one try in the last four, uh, well, one try a game in the last four. Yes. Yeah. Excellent going that, isn't it? Yeah. Just at the right time. Pretty solid defence. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Considering Abbas Miski wasn't even in the team at the beginning of the year. That's true, yeah. He was third choice Swanee behind yeah. French and um, Marshall. Marshall. 
um, made a place his own, really. They wouldn't, you wouldn't think they'd be without him now, would you? No. 27 tries later. Do you feel like they're just giving him the ball <coughs> unnecessarily, though? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I've seen him score one from more than 10 yards out yet. <laughs> There was one the other week where Toby King was already over the try line and just passed it to him. That's yeah. like we do under eights, isn't it? Isn't oh, it? Go on, give him a try. Give him a try. Yeah. Don't knock on. Except it? they've given him 27. <laughs> well, yeah, but he's uh, he's he's joint top of the uh, Super League try scorers now, isn't he? He's uh, joint top with Tom Johnston and one one in front of Josh Charnley, I believe. Yeah, who's your money on for that? And with the fixtures that remain, then who do you think is going to finish top try scorer? Uh, Abbott Smisky will probably get another five next week. This week, so because <laughs> they've got the fixtures that you know, you look at it against Lee. You know, is he going to get that many? But is Charnley going to get that many? Does that leave it open for Tom Johnson against Salford? Do they play each other on the same wing? Them too? Will it be Charnley? No, I think they're on opposite, no, opposite wings. They're both right wingers, aren't right. they? No, Charnley's on the left, isn't he? No. Yeah, Charlie's a five. Yeah, Charlie's on the left. Yeah, but... He played left last week anyway because he cut inside just at the end of it and just finished in. I thought Tom Briscoe was on the left. No, he's playing on the right last week. Swear they didn't do that no. the other week. Well, anyway, he's playing on the left last week. Yeah, we'll see, won't we? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, no, it's a close one, isn't it? It's between them three, really, isn't it? I go for Johnson. First yeah, time. I would, I think. Just because them two are playing each other. Yeah, that, that's that's what... Gadges it for me as well, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> should we move on to Cass? Um, uh, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, actually, do you know what? Uh, as much as there's not much to say, there is one question I've got for you. I saw on Sunday night, yeah, Castleford had their end of season awards. Who gets to pick coaches player of the year? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right, Lee. Do you remember those three games you did for us at start of the season? Who was your player? Who was your best player? Maybe they've changed it to like coach drivers player of the year, because like, <laughs> <laughs> they probably have the same driver. Right? It's the coach drivers player of the year. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. It's a Sid, who does yeah. pick that? Said who are you picking? Lenny. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they'll pick one this year? Do you think they'll still do one? What having a award? Well, they added. No, um, can't took long, can it? The oh, they've had it? Yeah, they've had it. They had it on Did Sunday. Did they have a Coach of the Year award? I actually didn't flick through the awards of who'd won, but I just I just saw a picture and it said Cass's End of Season Awards, so right. I, knew, I knew they'd had it. Do you think but... Danny Ward would get the Coach of the Year for Castleford? Because <laughs> he's kept him up. Yeah. <laughs> he's lasted the... Well, he hasn't lasted the longest, but... Well, he's only there till... The, talking of that, he's only there till the end of the season. Um, mm. Surely they're going to give him another contract, are they? You'd imagine so, wouldn't you? I don't think there's anybody else, really. The, you know, I think right. you probably with the proper full pre-season, depending on who they can bring in and whatnot. Um, he probably... Do, I mean, he's a good coach, and he did well at London. He's done well wherever he's gone, really. Mm. Uh, do you know, on a, on a serious point, though, for Cass, you'd have to worry about them for next year, wouldn't you? Because mm. I can't see them... And they've got a massive recruitment job to do because I can't see them improving. Mm. Can, can you? No, really. No. I don't. I don't know how they. I don't know how they turn themselves into a potential top six side or a no, top yeah. eight side. I know what you mean. Yeah, there's... or a top ten side. Yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. That that recruitment. The thing is, though, is 
if Cass came in for you, would you want to play for them in the state they're in at the minute? Mm. Well, that's that's, that's the, the other question you've got, you know. Yeah, and can they keep hold of Jason Gary Gary? We are. We mentioned this last mm, week. No, we? no. Did you tell me he's got another year left? He's got to the end of next year. Right. I think he'll do next year, but I think there'll be a hell of a lot of clubs looking at him, mm. depending on how he goes on next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just looking at this, they had the at the awards. They only had two first team awards. Uh, they had players player. And who got that? Joe Westerman. Right. And then they just had player of the year. Which is obviously just picked by the board or bus, whatever. The, the bus driver again, yeah. yeah. And that that was Joe Westerman as well. Right. Oh, okay. Did anybody else turn up to the awards night or was it just Joe Westerman? Um let me see there's, there's a few pictures here. Uh Joe Westerman there. Joe Westerman there. <laughs> didn't have a Greg's Buffy did they as well. Joe Westerman there. Ah, and it was just Joe Westerman. Fair enough. Honest. Yeah, fair enough. He's the only one who's turned upon the pitch, I think. There you go, yeah. You'd have thought Joe Westerman had got player of the year after the start he had, didn't he? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, there you go. Where next, Bobby? Well, I think as much as bad as Castleford were on uh, on Friday night, they have officially survived the, the drop uh, due to Wakefield losing at Lee in extra tight in golden point 20 points to 19 they put up a fight didn't they right at the end of it as well isn't it mm. Mm. but you're right they put up a fight and if they'd have put that much fight up in, in the other games this season they wouldn't have been in that trouble yeah nah yeah and and that sort of if I was a Wakefield fan I think that sort of thing would actually annoy me because they blatantly were, were fighting for their lives you could see when that drop goal went over, that the, the players just collapsed and they knew and it dawned on them, chairman's on the pitch, everything. Yeah. Like that, and you could see what it meant to them. Well, you've had 27 games, we've had 26 games to mm-hmm. to get it right, and you've had a spell where you've won four out of five or something, and that has been that has been your season. That is it. That is it. Mm. That is it. So, you know, all the nillings, things like that, you know, table doesn't lie, does it? No. You are where you deserve to be. Yeah. In any league table after 26 rounds. Uh, and I think, yeah, you can point to this game. And I, I wish they'd have won, to be honest, because I, I would have liked to have seen them take it to the, you know, to the to the last day. Mm. But, um, you know. Um, where now for Wakey? Well, the championship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, where, <laughs> but where now for them? Um, I think well, they're probably on the right tracks already. You know they're doing the ground up. If they can keep hold of a lot of the players, the squad's probably good enough to come straight back up, isn't it? Um, I think we've spoke about it all season. We reckon that they've sort of been told off IMG that they're probably going to get a license anyway. Or that's how it was coming across at one point. Um, but they probably will anyway. Especially if they sort the ground out. I think for them now it's about getting an academy in and 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 bringing their own players through. Mm. You yeah, know, you look at structurally, right? A couple of the ones that they brought through, like uh, Murphy and Johnston. The, the the talent there is just about going out and finding it and getting them in the right setup and not relying on a load of loan players to try and stay up. Right now, today, who would you rather be? 
Wakefield or Castleford? And I understand, and I know that sounds a a loaded question because Wakefield have gone down. But do you understand where I'm coming from with it? Yeah, I think they're in a pretty similar position, to be honest. Just a division apart. Mm. As a as a club, though, it seems to me that Wakefield are making more strides in the right I, direction than Castleford. I mean, you know, although Gary Carter's is leaving, isn't he? Oh, is he? Yeah. I mean, you know, but there was... Uh, not Gary Carter, Michael, Michael, Michael Carter, Carter, sorry. Yeah. Gary Carter's the journalist, yeah. isn't he? <laughs> he might be leaving as well. Yeah, we, we been, don't know. If you are Gary, then, you know, I'm sorry, you. sorry, and sorry we've blown yeah. your cover, you know. <laughs> uh, but, go on, Bobby, you, you're right about I was just, No, I was just going to say, you know, there was, a, there was a few weeks ago where that, uh, was it, I think there was a girl who tweeted, didn't she, and said, like, oh, the, the Castleford Stadium was announced on me, like, 10th birthday or something back in 2006 mm. and stuff and you know at least Wakefield seemed to be making the improvements on the pitch to the ground they're, they're obviously ground sharing with the there's a Wakefield football club now isn't there there's, they've got that going for them um, they just seem to be making strides as a club better than Castleford are but and you know like you said if they can keep hold of a few players the squad's probably not good enough to come back up whereas as you've just mentioned Andy Cass is look like to be a really big recruitment job. I think I'd rather be in Wakefield's position, I think. I, it, Probably. There seems to be the, the feeling that you get from Cass is that there seems to be a lot of problems internally, especially from the, the hierarchy, if you like, or the yeah. board and all that. There seems a lot of people want to, you know, they had that protest, if you can call it that, but <laughs> they had people, you know, refusing to leave the ground, things like that. Um I think Michael Carter's pretty well respected amongst Wakefield fans, but if he's leaving, depending, you know, that might change. In, it? it might, it might all change within the space of three or four months. But yeah. um, as long as they don't get the Glazers, they'll be all right. That's true. <laughs> Spend less money, won't they? Uh, what? Um, I mean, are we reading something to nothing? And in twelve months' time, they both get licenses. So there we go. Probably. You know. Yeah, probably, but. It's all about performance on the pitch, then, isn't it? Mm. And talking of that, what what a season! What a season Lee have had and are having. Yeah, incredible to and consider. And I think what we forget about Lee is that they only came up last year. Yeah, I think, I think, I think people forget that. What mm. they, what they've done is pretty special. I think they've been helped by a lot of teams being very poor this season, like Cass, like Leeds, mm. like Hull. Yeah, Huddersfield. Yeah, they have been helped by that definitely. But yeah. took the they they, re- they performed really well and they're enjoyable mm. to watch. Not taking anything away from them, but that has helped them a lot. And sold out again this for the last game. Yeah, the Battle of the Borough, or whatever they want to call it. Yeah, yeah, another band on. They've done well with the pre-season shows. And yeah, they've like done that. really well as a club and 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 things like that. So yeah. Uh, that's good. Tell you what, wasn't good on on uh, when they had this game. Um, the mo- you know when they score a try, mm. usually like the ball boys are up and down, aren't they? They had the most they had the most inactive ball boys since Callum did it at Stockport County. <laughs> what you? I didn't see it. I didn't know. Well, they scored and they just like sat there, and I'm like, surely you should be like bouncing up and down, <laughs> and they didn't move. I was like, did they know what's going on? Anyway, second half did move them. Uh, and I think they'd moved them for being asleep. Uh, Much like Callum did at Stockport County. That is actually a true story. He actually was a ball boy at Stockport County and he actually fell asleep. One of the players 
one of the players bollocked him for not giving the ball back quick enough because he'd actually gone to sleep. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a football fan. Brilliant. Definitely not a Stockport fan. <laughs> Brilliant. Not into football. You to want... be fair, the week after, somehow mm. they let me do it again. And instead of putting me in front of the away end, which I think was being done at the time and was empty, they put me in front of the home stand. So it was packed and I couldn't fall asleep. And it was a bit bit more noisy. Yeah. Well, he just sort, he just sort of dozed off, didn't you? Like in front of the in front of the empty stand. And the left back told you off, didn't he? Yeah. Well, he was laughing. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he he was playing. Well, actually, it was the championship at the time. <laughs> I wonder where is he now? You're doing a podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm co-host of the number one podcast in rugby league exactly all right. yeah where, i don't even know who it was so i don't even know who you are mate yeah so, exactly yeah exactly. so don't tell callum off yeah, bollocks, bollocks to you yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah on that note where we're going next sorry just one more very quick point before we move on from this game uh you mentioned that you know the season that that lee had had and everything and and, and that was you know it's phenomenal but i think it's uh, definitely worth mentioning uh once that final here was gone to tweet Castleford saying you're welcome after five minutes of the full-time hooter was a bit disrespectful. Oh, that's terrible. Have some class. Isn't it? You were in that position not long ago, going down and yeah. going up and going down. You think, know how that feels think, as a club. Um, I think Josh Griffin commented on it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah they deleted it pretty quickly, but yeah, damage had been done then. That's, mm. just, uh, that's just classless, isn't it? Isn't it? There's, there's banter yeah. and there's a bit of fun and that's like just, you, you know, you're talking about people's livelihoods and yeah, exactly. mortgages and different things. Mm. Just you've, classless. That. You've had a good season, but, you know, yeah. just remember where it was, where were you, where you were not long ago as well. Back in your lane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, uh, the next game we're going to go to is, uh, we're going to go to Hull. Hull 20, Huddersfield 52. Completely given up, Hull, I think, haven't they? Although, having said that, it was about 16 all after 50, 60 minutes. Mm. The uh, crowd weren't happy. And some of the defending, I'm not surprised. They wouldn't have been happy if they were, like, fourth in the table and doing that, mm. defending like that. But when, you, when you're absolutely, like, 10th or something like that and you're defending like that, it just sets the crowd off even more. Last home game, go out with a bang, you know? Mm. Yeah. Go out and at least at least give the, the, the fans with a little bit to smile about. Mm-hmm. But... Some of the defending was absolutely shocking. The um, uh, what's he called? He had, he 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 fo. No, I didn't catch His, that. So yeah. who was it? Who was it, Bobby? No, 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 no. Go on, no, I'll fire this one to you. He 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 fo. He's trying. Crusty the clown. <laughs> hey hey, right? He um, his try was typical of what happened on the day. He just kept going with like people like strapped to his back. It wasn't uh, no. good no. at all. The, 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 one of the last ones, um, I think it was the Will Price one, but he'd give it to Jermaine McGilvery from, after receiving a bomb. And McGilvery just sort of went through two defenders like they weren't there and give it back to Will Price. And then just, that was right. it then. It was yeah. just, it's, just, it's just shoddy. Did I know you... the game had gone at that point, but it's the effort, isn't it? Will Price blatantly hurt his hand when he caught that bomb. Mm. Yeah, he did. Because he caught his hand and went, ah, and then shook his hand, give it McGilvery, and then he's off and he goes at the other end and scores. Yeah. I, just embarrassing. Um, well, was it, then, was it embarrassing? Or, you know, uh, uh, as I know it put, was uh, embarrassing. As yeah. They, yeah, but what I mean is, is what they put on the social media, I just feel just the entertainers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? 
Oh, um, tenth, mate. Come and McGilver's leaving at the end of the season. They've announced. They've uh, announced a few. And McQueen's retiring. Mm. And uh, McGilver's been a great servant. They're only for him. Yeah, he's been tremendous. It's sort of a Club shame legend, that he's, yeah. he's it's finished like that. But it's the case in it for a lot of older players, and they end up with a lot of injuries yeah. and things like. that. It would have been but, nice to see him play every week, but it is what it is. And he's he's. He's had enough games to uh, look back on, I think, can he? So. Yeah, definitely. Shows, though, doesn't it, what Huddersfield can do when they haven't had to play with 12 men the week before. That's true. You know? Yeah. Just shows what they can do. Um, absolutely comical dropout at the beginning of the game. Oh, oh we hit it short. Yeah. 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 It's like the first few couple of minutes of the game, and then you're trying that, and then they knock on, they drop it, it bounces about everywhere, mm. and they just go and score. Like, what are you doing? You're in that position. Get off to her. A solid start, isn't it? Yeah. What are you doing? Mm. And then it, it sort of goes downhill from there, really, isn't it? Um, and yet, they've been beat 52-20, right? And the fans are like singing away at the end because Scott Taylor scored a try yeah. and kicked a goal in the last game. I mean, it was nice to see, but he'd rather, I think he'd rather have won. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so, I mean, but... What well, would you put yourself in that position? You're always good. You're always good value for this, Callum. Why? Because like, because you're quite selfish, right? So it's your last game, yeah, ever, ever before you were the last home game, right? Yeah. Before you retire, you can lose, but you can score that last try and kick the last goal in the last second mm. and have all the fans cheering and everything. Or you can not do that and you can win. I'm in the same position as Hull. Yeah, yeah, it's score a try. <laughs> And have everyone sing your name. So maybe you wouldn't have swapped it. Well, you're not you're not going down, you're not making the playoffs already. Like if you don't score and you win, everyone's like, Oh right, yeah, like at least they're the you know, yeah. He's got something to remember. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. Yeah. Uh well, moving on to um we're going to the Halliwell Jones next, and it was Warrington six, St. Helens eighteen. Um, I thought one of the biggest things was Saints having Curtis Simon and back because mm. mm. it gives them that that back three that they picked of um, uh, Simon and Matautia, Knowles, Bell that that sort of uh, you know a combination from that. And yeah. I think that's instrumental to the, to the, what they do. Um, uh, he didn't play the full game. I think he played half a game, yeah. didn't he? But and that was probably the plan. Yeah. Um, but he scored the first try within that, and he's a class act, though, isn't he, Simon? And, and you know, you sort of realise for Saints, he's, he's a really important player. Yeah, he's 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 brilliant. Um, I'm, I'm surprised they've managed to keep him for another two years, but yeah. uh, they won't be complaining at that. That's for sure because he's he's quality, like you say. Um, I also think Sione Matauti has been brilliant the last few weeks, mm. uh, and I thought he was again on. Uh, Friday, he he started in the back row. Sirenum went off. He moved him to the front row. Uh, sorry, he started in the front row. Sirenum yeah, went off. He went to the, back, went to the row. back row. Yeah. Um, I just thought he was tremendous, and I think he has been. Mm. A couple of important try saving tackles from Jack Wellsby getting across to uh, put people in touch. Yeah, the the Matty Russell one in particular was um, just hitting ball and all. If you like, didn't he? And just. Took him over the sideline. The second one was probably equally as good, to be honest, because he managed to just 
he, he sort of skidded past him, but managed to grab him and then mm. get the ball and Paul take him into it, yeah. touch. It was uh, it was really really good. But there was also a couple of others um, apart from the Wellesby ones. I thought Saints scramble and the determination and the effort in defence was um, phenomenal on Friday. We've said it before; it makes up for the attack, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I saw some. I, I apologise um, to whoever tweeted it because. Um, I can't remember who it was, but they, uh, they really summed it up for me. They said the defence is ready to take on Wigan and the attack's ready to take on Swinton, mm. which is how it feels at the minute. They mm. just If somebody scores 20 points past Saints, I don't think they're winning. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, if they're getting the 20, yeah. <clears throat> which has been the case, I think, on some games this season. Yeah. If the opposition's past 20, Saints are struggling to match that, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was the the Wellesby one the second one you said about? Was that the Ashton? Yeah, the Ashton no, one. The yeah. no try. Yeah, yeah. Can I even explain that one to me? Because I didn't understand. Why did the scrum reap? Has he not gone past the point of advantage at that point when the scrum's broken? Why did he repack the scrum? I don't understand that one. Well, they got a penalty. Give them a penalty for breaking early. I think you have a choice, and you, you can now choose to repack the scrum. Right, okay. It seems a proper rugby union rule, doesn't it? Right, yeah. fair enough. That makes more sense. Um, and going back to Wellsby, don't forget how, don't forget his world-class effort to keep that ball in play. <laughs> that was... Oh, you don't see that very often, do you? Um, Paul Vaughan's charge? Ridiculous. Just explain if people haven't seen it. Um, I think there's about 10 seconds left. I think it's the only Matauti takes the ball in, and as everybody does... Take the time getting up. Um, it, it it sort of looks like he's injured, but he's quite clearly not. If that makes sense, he's getting back to his feet. Yeah, he's already he's just taking his time getting up, and Paul Vaughan uh, sort of grabs him by the shirt and helps him stand up. Um, and they've given him a grade E, um, like unnecessary contact with an injured player. Right, but he's not injured. Well, Matauti didn't have any treatment and didn't need any treatment. Didn't and call nobody came for on. anybody. No. No. And you see him running in to celebrate the Moses Embi try, what, 20 seconds later? Mm. Every every player does that when there's a minute to go. If it's the last set, every single player takes as long as they can to play that ball. Is there any justification for it? I mean, what I mean is is the match review panel or whatever has been pretty consistent. If there's one area they've been consistent on, it's that, mm. about mm. touching an injured player. right? That They've been pretty consistent about all, you know, for all year. Mm. Like... So is there any justification for it in that? Or if they hadn't have cited that, let's say, would anybody have even noticed it? No. No, nobody would, would have anybody have even it. said, oh, he shouldn't be touching him there? Like, would anybody have I don't think there is brought any justification that up? Because I, don't, I think in the previous ones that we've seen, the player is actually on the floor, mm. holding a part of their body, their head, whatever, and they've sort of tried to drag him up off the floor. Mm. So only Matauti was making his way to his feet, albeit very, very slowly. Yeah, and and I think that's the, the one of the other things about this though. Like I just said, if if he hasn't done, if nobody, if he hasn't done it, nobody sees it. No. Nobody says, "Oh, he can't do that." When the charge came out originally, I thought it was around the Lewis Dodd thing. I thought I'd missed something, you know. And then when I saw the video, I thought, "No, it's a bit, it, it's not right." That, but again, it's it's a grade E, so mm. it's a. It's almost a big charge to overturn. Does that mean yeah. you get off with A's and B's and stuff well, like that? But E's, you don't really see them overturned that I, very I, often. I was going to say, will Saints put any help in that? In saying, you know, any evidence in you like to say that wasn't the case to help him. But 
in every likelihood they could meet again in two weeks. Exactly. I don't think that Saints will go out of their way. I don't think any club would go out of their way to say, oh, no, that's not the case. Warrington, if they're appealing, might write to... Saint. Saint, yeah. Or even Sione Matauti and say, look, come on. Mm. And he might go... Ouch. Just ah, no, nah, really, I was yeah. like <laughs> I was really dying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but they could meet again, though, in two weeks. Yeah, but I think could, if, if you were a player, you'd just be like, ah, oh, no, I was just taking my time getting up. There's not wrong with me. Can you see a different result if they do meet in two weeks? No. Uh Williams, yes and no, Williams Willi- that, that was what I was going to say, Williams, if Williams plays, because Warrington looked really, really lost. Mm. Um, and they had the the young lad Leon Hayes playing, didn't they? Uh, yeah. yeah says, he, says in his bio he's 5'4". He's never seen 5'4". Five 5'4 foot four. Five foot four in what, eels? <laughs> <laughs> he did all right, to be fair to him, he looked all right. Yeah, he, he, he defended well and... Uh, had a couple of nice touches. Passed the ball so. with a lot of pace, I thought as well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. He, he's he, he he did well. He did all right. Um, but he's not George Williams, is he? No, not at all. Um, that that could be the the, the difference in whether or not because the second half was all Warrington, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, thought thought a lot. Of the second half was Warrington, and it, it could be different. Um, I just thought Saints' defense was excellent. Mm. Well, moving on, we've got two games left, and uh, both of them were ended in nillings. And the first one we're going to go to is the South of France, and it was 61-0 to Catalan over the Leeds Rhinos. Saints fans uh, thanking Leeds Rhinos for their massive efforts for the points difference there. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it's. I mean, it's seen that off, hasn't it? Now, second place coming down to points difference. That's that's gone now. I think um, Saints are relying on either either uh, we're going to Catalan losing this last game, and I, I don't think any of them will. You think Saints are going to finish third? Yeah, yeah. Um, should we talk about Leeds then? Uh, yeah. Andrew Henderson on the Super League show, when they asked him about it, he said that he thought that Rowan Smith had been really disappointed with the last two weeks. Can you give me some other words that that might be more suitable than really disappointed? I could. I don't know if I could say them on here. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bit of an understatement, isn't it? 111 nil. Yeah. It's just a bit disappointing, you know. Mm. It's a good opening, though, isn't it? If it was cricket... (laughs) (laughs) for none yeah it's good opening yeah um i I don't know what to say i don't don't know what to say i mean you can i can blame the pitch like they didn't the pitch didn't help lead with all them circles and things and cut up maybe that um I, i i don't know i don't know what to say there's there's just massive problems isn't there yeah um they had a bit of a fight when they went down to 11 and things, but it was like that, and Newman went off, but Mm-mm. if they'd have shown some more fight early on. Which, by the way, was one of the most pointless yellow cards I've ever seen this season. You're 53-0 down, just get off him, what are you doing? Yeah. I it, get you don't want to concede any more points, but you don't want to go off for 10 minutes. Like, you think, you're not going to do it, you're not going to come back at this point, are you? No. He's coming off saying like, what for, what for? 
It could be for a number of things. Yeah. Could be for being an idiot. Could be for like not trying hard. Could be for like needing to move. Could yeah. be for you know. It could be for a number of things. Could be for not not fulfilling your potential. Never playing for England. It could be for a number of things, isn't it? That's fair enough. Did you see everyone going mad at Sam Tompkins because he dropped a goal? Oh, did, you see, did you see his I face? Love that. Did you yeah. see his face after he'd done it? No, he was I didn't. Just laughing. He just laughed. He smirked. I love that proper smirk. Unless it's against your team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he, when it, when it, when you're watching as a neutral, it's funny as he properly smirked, and then they still had time to score another try. I think that made it fifty-three. Yeah, didn't it? I, did, I yeah. think that's why because that's obviously why Newman had a go. I think that's why he got sent. He got Simbin yeah. well in it because. He, he made another break then, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He just made another he was just taking the Mickey out of me another break and then all of a sudden he's rubbing his head in the ground like because blatantly because he's scored a drop goal going yeah. <laughs> and it's just Well, don't be in that position. Just a complete and utter embarrassment the last two weeks, mm. the leads. I mean if they get nilled this week <laughs> yeah. I mean where are they I mean, where are they going, seriously? Because... I don't know because the recruitment I don't think has been brilliant. I know they've signed Lachlan Miller, haven't they? Who um, strikes me as a bit of a Matt Dufty, electric mm. uh, pace, probably dead good with the ball in his hand, but I don't think he likes tackling. No. Well, when so, you're already uh, getting nailed and you're conceding 111 points in two weeks, that's not really what you want, is it? No. Somebody you can't tackle. No. Uh, they've brought in Aiden Caesar, who is just. Frawley. Uh, going, yeah. Sorry, um, Frawley, yeah, they brought Matt, about, Matt we, yeah. Frawley in, who is just uninspiring. Um, it's Neen McDonald is obviously not coming back. Yeah, um, it's. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just it's a sorry turmoil, state, isn't, really, it? isn't it? For a, you know, they're in absolute turmoil. Um, Catalans aren't though, are they? No, they're flying again, and could that could have cemented top two for them? Yeah. Assuming that they beat Salford. Yes, which which will be tricky away at Salford. Uh, Salford fighting for their playoff games, and when they get rolling, they can you know put plenty of points on the board. Yeah, um, it's it's whether they will. Yeah, because they certainly didn't this week, did they? After going uh, losing twelve nil to Hull KR. Yes, that's our last game, I think, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, yeah, Hull KR twelve, Salford nil. Could have been said that. Thanks. <laughs> could have been uh, could have been thirty nine thirty eight if they were scoring off mistakes. Yeah, yeah. The, qu- the quality was dreadful. It's strange from especially Hull KR Salford are sort of just a bit nervy, you know, just wanting to 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 keep their season going, aren't they? You can get a bit nervy about it, especially early on. Um, but yeah, the the Hull KR one was a bit strange. Um. <sighs> In in this week's what's upset Salford fans? Salford, I, I was like, I had to I had to laugh because like this week, uh, it's all about next season now for Salford fans. Yeah, um, and you know it's all about well we're not really bothered we just want to you know concentrate now on building next season. Yeah, well, I, I saw been, I saw what? some people say. Um, Oh, it's a blessing in disguise that we don't make the playoffs because we're not ready for it. So what have you been doing for yeah. 26 games? Exactly. Mm. And what if you win on the weekend and Wallington lose? And mm. you're in them, are you going to... No, we, no. Oh, I'm bloody well annoyed we made the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that weren't, the ones that weren't uh, hoping for the, uh, the blessing in disguise, uh, the other half of them were saying how biased Liam Moore was. 
two weeks ago, they loved him. Yeah. They yeah. were saying what a difference it made when he refereed him. Top yeah. quality referee, referee knows what a difference it makes. Yeah. Now they hate him again. Yeah. <laughs> but what a what a job Willie Peters has done. There was all right, when a there was a book oh, sorry, come on. across this book, right? And it was uh for a football team. I can't remember what it was now, but it was on it was on this day in whatever. And every single day had like whatever happened at the club. Mm. You could have a book that was like <laughs> on this day on Salford Twitter. Uh. <laughs> you could. It'd make a pretty good book to be fair. It would. On this day such a buddy reft. Yeah. yeah. He was rubbish. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Amazing. Um, they still could make the playoffs, though. Yeah, which is the whole point of playing 27 games. Yeah. I'm good job the players don't think that way, isn't it? Isn't it? So, Unbelievable. Um, but what a good job Willie Peters has done. Yeah. His team to win yeah. it, um, cemented in the playoffs, um, playing some really good footy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Did you see the uh, Did you see the Ryan Hall interview on the Super League show? Yeah, he just said it wasn't good. It, I thought wasn't... that was I thought it was a really good. He, he sort of laid down a marker to everybody, yeah. didn't he? He said, "You know, this club in the past would be happy with playoffs. We're not. We're we're wanting to go all the way." Yeah, which I get. Any team would say I get that, but you know, yeah. I thought it was a really good statement to make. It really uh, sort of said, "Come, come at us," sort of thing. Did you see um, Mikey Lewis trying to celebrate a try? <laughs> in the corner it was like yeah yeah I've got it the last person I saw that do that was Ryan Atkins he used to do it every week didn't he Ryan Atkins didn't he look like um, uh, what's he call it um, Freddie Mercury yeah didn't he and he was trying to, trying to celebrate a try <laughs> do you think he'd have been any good at rugby league Freddie Mercury do you think Ryan Atkins is any good at singing that's a good point <laughs> that's a good point do you think at the end of the season he was on the karaoke I mean, I don't Sing, think singing Freddie Mercury... we will rock you. Yeah, I don't think Freddie Mercury will be very good at rugby league now. Do you not think? Nah. Why do you? I don't know, but I have come up with a celebrity 13 to shoe on in. What do you On mean? the back of, well, I knew we were going to mention Freddie Mercury, and I thought, is he going to be any good? Right. So I, I put a 13 together for celebrities. Okay. And the, the actual celebrities? Yeah. Celebrity thirteen. Yeah, do you want to hear it or not? For what? I don't know. I just, I would. Just... I know. I know what you. Uh, what? I, I know some of the comments you come out with this year. Go on, let's hear it. Well, at fullback, I'd gone with the long striding, long leg Michael Barrymore. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, Michael Barrymore. <laughs> do you want me to carry on or not? It's not off to a good start. It's not he, winning the league. Is I reckon he'd play well in the rain. Okay. Uh. Um, <laughs> I've got. Um, we're talking of the rain. With his weather map, I've got Fred Talbot on the wing. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it sort of goes on like that, really. It doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> I was just playing about this afternoon. Right. It was It was there. But what's your reason for having Fred Talbot on the wing? Because he's on a different kind of wing now. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, that was the rest, <laughs> that was the rest of the team, really. Because I had Savile and Edwards in, in the centres. R. Kelly on the wing. The dancing feet of Michael Jackson and Rolf Harris in the halves. Wait, why are Kelly on the wing? Never mind, look it up. Um, I had a front, I had a front row of uh, Prince Andrew, Mike Tyson, and Russell Brand at hooker, and okay. then in the second row I had Schofield and Gary Glitter with Stuart Hall at loose forward. Right, that's a match for any. Duke. Who was in the centres? Uh, I think it was Savile and Edwards. Hugh Ed- Hugh oh, Edwards. Hugh Edwards. Yeah, right. That was my celebrity team. 
Right. If you can do better, you come up with that next week. I don't think I really want to. <laughs> no, I, I was don't. bored this afternoon. There's being bored. <laughs> come on. God. You say that, but that would be a match for any junior, uh, any side in the country. I don't think it would. <laughs> mean Machine 3. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that. I think that. I think. I think we'll yeah. move on. Should we move on we? from there? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's Bobby stats of the week. Good news, Bobby. Is you, you know, it, it can't be any worse than that last bit. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Thanks. Thanks, Andy. There you go. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> How many have we got? We've got six. We've got six this week. Um, stat number one is the New Zealand Warriors win over the Newcastle Knights on the weekend was Sean Johnson's first finals win in 12 years. Wow. Yeah, he'd only won two, hadn't he? And his mm. first one was in his rookie year or something. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, 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 well, I didn't, I, obviously I did before they going into the playoffs, that he'd only won one and it was in his first ever year. Mad yeah, that, isn't right, it? Yeah, yeah for, for the career he's had, definitely. Um, well, I mean, to be fair, he's not won out, so... Mm. Well, no, he's won a world... Yeah, at club level. Oh, at club level, yeah, fair enough, yeah. I was going to say. Um, start number two... Uh, obviously, we've mentioned uh, Wakefield's 25 years in Super League was up. Um, just a couple of, of uh, numbers that make up their 25 years in Super League. Um, quite surprisingly, um, they've uh, they've they've made they finished bot they finished in the bottom two five times. Okay. Um, they finished bottom twice. Uh, they finished bottom twice. Uh, obviously, one of them was the uh, one of the, in the licensing uh, era. The first task didn't get relegated. All oh, right, okay, yeah. Uh, and the second and the the other stat is uh, they've actually made the playoffs six times in the twenty five years. Right, not a lot, is it? Not really. Not when you think that they've had top eight for a while and things like that as well. Mm. Yeah, top eight. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. Mm. Uh, stat number three. Um, the last time, the last time that Leeds were nilled back to back was in the nineteen ninety ninety one season. Uh, they lost thirty eight nil at home to Widnes, then five nil to Bradford in the Challenge Cup. Five nil. Five nil. It'd have been winter and everything then, wouldn't it? Yeah. Free Super League and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Trying, trying to goal that, and then no, it wasn't actually. But there was no tries because four points would have been in for a try then. So it must have been uh, either either a try and a drop goal or two penalties in a drop goal. Right. Hmm. Well, how much was a penalty? Two. So it could have been a try. That's what I'm saying. Could have been two two penalties in a drop. You, you goal. said uh, a, no, a try and a drop goal. Right. <laughs> uh, sticking with Leeds. 
Uh, they've conceded a uh, 111 points, as you pointed out earlier, Andy, in the last two games. It's the most they've conceded in back-to-back games since 1996. Back then, they lost 56-18 to Bradford, then 68-14 to Wigan. 68? Yes. Mm-hmm. So they conceded 124 points mm-hmm. in 96, It's the, and then obviously 111 Mm. In the last two games. Right. Wow. Stat number uh stat number five, we're sticking with the with uh the lead score line at least. Interestingly, there have been four matches that have finished sixty one nil. Really? Yeah. Huddersfield in nineteen forty eight, Saints in nineteen forty eight. Whitehaven in 1962 and Wigan in 1969. All four previously were done in the three-point try era. Right. Because the only thing I could remember about 61 points was um, a few years ago when Wigan played Bradford and came back to win 31-30. And they were losing, they were losing by, I think, about 30 points to six and they come back to, to yeah, they did 31-30. And then apart from that, that was the first... That was the only time that I could think before Leeds just came out on the wrong side of this 61-point thriller. Mm. 61-point thriller. But, there you go, there was four more. There you go. And my final stat of the week is Adam Kieran has become Catalan's top point scorer for a single game. He scored 30 of their 61 points against Leeds. He would have had 32, but Sam Tompkins decided to take the last penalty kick of the game. Selfish. (laughs) (laughs) Is that because he's retiring as well? Probably, yeah. 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 And that's it. That that wraps up the stats of the week. Maybe that's why I did the job goal. Oh, what? In case he couldn't get a kick? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can I have a go? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Good one, Bobby. There we are. End this week. Excellent. Thanks. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife. That's a spoon. Yes, it's NRL time, and they are in their playoffs. So there's only two scores to read out this week. the The first game was the Storm eighteen, the Roosters thirteen with a, a last-minute uh, catch from Will Warbrick, I think it was, to steal the win for the Storm. Yeah, he didn't have to well mm. uh, to take it and get it down. Mm. Good game, that. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, Partly wanted the Roosters to win a little bit. They, they, I, I did at the end. They'd uh, they'd done really well to, to keep in the game. and Yeah. When they dropped that goal, I thought, oh, they might snatch this. Yeah, it was a really good game, that. Yeah. Uh, the, other, the other game was the Warriors 40. The Newcastle Knights ten. So once again, after my stat last week, the Knights crash out in the same place they did last time. Uh, they just didn't concede fifty this time, mm. uh, which sets up their well. They call them the preliminary finals, don't they? In Australia, this is it's the semis, isn't it? It's the semi-finals, really, isn't it? Let's be honest. Uh, that sets up the Panthers to take on the Storm and the Broncos to take on the Warriors. So. Just a, a quick one for you, uh, Callum. Who's mm-hmm. making the NRL Grand Final? Um, I think it's got uh, Panthers and Brucos written all over it, <laughs> and it. 
Yeah, I agree. Andy, who yeah, are you going for? I think so, but would it surprise you if the Warriors upset the Broncos? At Suncorp. It's sold out as well. Yeah, now. it's a sold out Suncorp. Is it? Mm. It would be pretty it would be a big upset. Especially after the season that they've a good, had. A good team though. Oh yeah, they are a good team. But there's just something about the Suncorp, isn't there? And Bronco. They, mm. they might they might help them over the line. Yeah. Mm. And a week off and Yeah. So you're going the you're going Panthers I, I, and Broncos? I, I think so. I think we're going all the, going I think that, I would yeah. be less surprised if the Storm beat the Panthers. Really? Just because just because of Craig Bellamy. And you, if they did it, you'd just be like, that oh, was Craig Bellamy, innit? I think the Panthers are back, right back on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think they'll they'll, no. they'll win, and I think they'll probably win comfortably. Yeah, I think they're right back on it. But if the Storm did win, you'd be like, well, it's just a Bellamy masterclass, innit? Mm, I know what you mean. Yeah. But just for the record, just as we wrap up the NRL, we're all saying the Panthers and the Brucos to make the NRL grand final. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's the NRL. Excellent. Yes, talk to me about uh, he's back the, for the week and uh, with the Super League Dream Team being out next week, I believe we thought we would go through uh, sort of our own Dream Team, but basically what we've done is gone through each team and just picked who we think is the best player for that team this season. So not really a Dream Team. No, but it's sort of linked into Dream Team, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> We've only got 12. It's it? like yeah. Dream Team nominations. Fair right? enough, yeah. Yeah, 12 of them. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So we're just going to go through each team in alphabetical order, are we, and just say who your who your nominee would be? Uh, yes, we can do. Have you got them written alphabetically? Uh, yes. Right, you can read the team out then. Q-R-S-T. Right, uh, Castleford. <laughs> um... Joe Westerman. <laughs> yeah, I had Joe Westerman as well. It's the only one, really, isn't it? Well, you said he's the only one that turned up at the awards night, so... Yeah, that's true. I can't really think of uh, anybody else. Yeah, that was quick, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's a it's a three-man nomination for Joe Westerman. There we go. Well done, Joe. Excellent. Um, Catalans. Um, a few more to pick from here. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tom Johnston. I had Tom Johnson. I just, <laughs> I've got Tom Johnson. <laughs> I just think Ooh, this is good, isn't it? <laughs> I just think he's been really good. I, th- I think it was just worth that chance from Wakefield more than anything else, and he's he's proved everyone right that when he stays fit, he's probably one of the best wingers in the league. Definitely, definitely. A um, couple of honourable mentions. I think like uh, Mitchell Pearce has had a really good season. Adam Kieran. Uh, Adam Kieran. Yeah. So Tomkins. Yeah. Tomkins has rolled back the years this year. Yeah, when um, he's been fit, yeah. Probably knows that he's, you know, like, you know, if you like playing on borrowed time, so to speak. And, mm. you know, but uh, but Johnson, I think, is is the one. Yeah, for me, he is anyway, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, let's go to Huddersfield. Again, slim pickings here. <laughs> isn't um, I'm going to go for. I think I'm going to go for Kevin Nagama. Oh, the retired Kevin Nagama? Yes. Who, is he playing next year or is he retiring no, again? I think he's... Yeah, yeah, he must be playing again because they didn't announce him on that players who were leaving. Good for him, yeah. So he's come out of retirement and had a, a pretty good year, I think. I think he's probably been one of their best players. He's been solid, hasn't he? Yeah, Which definitely. I think is the best if you're at Uddersfield this year. Yeah, definitely. Bobby? 
All I'm saying is, I think Callum's using Bry's technique for the prediction league and looking at my notepad because I've also got Kevin to go. Well, just pick somebody else then. Yeah. Plus the fact, plus the fact you've just put you just put Nickwum. No, so, I haven't. Like... No, I haven't. That's not that's not true at all. You're not got my notepad this week. So you can't. I can you can't see lie. it from here. No, you I can can't. see it. Um, I've gone with Chris McQueen. Yeah. Again, again, solid. Mm. Just um, scored his scored tries. In his last season, um, again, just yeah, because you, you talk, we've talked before about Huddersfield's spine, mm. and there's not been a lot there to pick from as the you know in terms of like you know Farge, Connor, Lola here. I think he's probably been the most stable Russell. one, hasn't he? Yeah, Lola here. yeah. But I don't think uh, to me he wouldn't get in above McQueen and Nagama. No, I don't think so either. So I don't think so either. Okay, uh, should we go to let's go to Hull FC? Uh, I think, well, again, slim pickings from this team again, really, isn't there? There's not many to to go through. Adam Swift's had a good season on the wing, but I think uh, Clifford has pretty much been involved in everything they've done this season. I've gone Adam Swift. I think he's been their best player by an absolute mile. I've gone Adam Swift. I, I think, think Clifford, I don't think he's done it no. enough for me. I think he's been two in and out. Yeah, I, I, I think he was excellent up to the point where he announced that he was going. Yeah. Mm. And I think, as, as usual, again, when you get someone that's going back to the NRL, I think they switch off a little bit. For, for me, he had five or six weeks where he was probably the best player in the comp. Absolutely. Um, but that's not enough, is it? No, no true. I no. think Adam Swift's been, been brilliant yeah. this year. Satai? Yeah, he's been all right. I think he'll. I think he'll go better next year at Catalan. Yeah, he'll do really well at Catalan. They're really sort of prop orientated, aren't they? Yeah. I think historically they've always had a really big pack. Yeah. Mm. So he'll probably go well there. But I, I don't think anyone's been better than Swift. No, I. Agree. And I think they'll miss him. Yeah, I agree. I think they'll miss him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Adam Swift. Uh, a few more to pick from here though at Hull KR across mm. the city. Yeah, yeah, they've had a really good year, haven't they? Um, yeah. Who've you gone for? I think I'm going to go for Sean Kenny Dowell. Mm. I think yeah. he's been excellent. Again, another one that's rolled back the years. And um, I think he's retiring at the end of the season, isn't he? So if he's sort of on borrowed time again, if you like, he's he's made, definitely made the most of it. Yeah, he's been a real yeah. leader for them as well. Yeah, he? he's so, been yeah. phenomenal. Who have you gone for, Bobby? Uh, I went with Mikey Lewis. I yeah. think he's had a good season. I think he's switched from half-back to full-back to half-back again really well. And... I think he's. Uh, I think he's just instrumental in the way Hulk are play. I think he's really good for them. Yeah, I've I've uh, I've gone with Kane Lynette. Okay. Uh, again, sim- I think very similar, if you like, to Chris McQueen. I suppose mm. um, second rower that gets lots of tries. Um, and and I think and I and I think you could have also gone. You might have been able to go with Ryan Hall. I think Elliot Minchella has been excellent. Yeah, yeah, Minchella has been good. Although he did sort of cost them a Challenge Cup final. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but apart from that, apart from that, so yeah, he's done well. Um, Ryan Hall, I think, has done well though. Yeah. Um, but there's a few more to pick from there, isn't there? Definitely. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, let's go with the L's. Ooh. Let's go with Leeds. I think there's only one answer. Go on, Cam Smith. I think that's it. I can't even think of anybody else, to be honest. Reese Martin's not had a bad season, just as a different name to throw out there, but I think you're right with Cam Smith, to be fair. Is that who you've gone for? I had Martin and Smith wrote down, but... Yeah. I, I'd, it's not what you said before. I think, uh, yeah. I said, because I was doing mine, he, well, and um, he was across the other side of the room, and I went, Leeds. I said, oh, 
obvious one, I think Cam Smith. He went, all oh, right, is that who you've picked? I went, yeah, why have you picked? He went, Reese Martin. <laughs> yeah, and then before the pod started, I wrote Smith down, so I've got Martin and Smith. Yeah, well, I've gone with nobody because I think they've been rubbish. Fair enough. I got one. But you're right in Cam Smith. He's, he's been the best of a bad bunch, hasn't he? Yeah. But um, I'm going to play with 11 because they've been terrible. Hang on, the other week, you were wanting him playing for England. That is true. No, Cam Smith is the one, but like you said, apart from that, there's been absolutely nobody. Absolutely nobody. No. 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 Yeah. Um, tempted to go and lean MacDonald, but we, we wouldn't been able to present him the prize, so I don't, don't know where he is. Fair enough. Well, he'll be in Papua New Guinea. That's true, yeah. So, yeah, we could have got we could have got it to him, yeah. Uh, Apart from that, no, don't know. Uh, Lee, few to pick from from here. Yeah, it's definitely um, a few to pick from. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with John Asiata though. Okay, I really like him. Um, He really takes it to the line. Um, and, and he's got a pass on him as well. Mm. But when he does pass it, he really digs into the line. And it, it, it causes disruption in defence. I heard on one of the commentaries this week, he's he's touched the ball more times in the league than any other player this season. I'm not surprised. He's involved in everything. Honestly, he's yeah. got the hands of an halfback and the body of a prop. Like he's, yeah. he's been phenomenal. Yeah, there's been a few to pick from here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had a mention for Asiata. I had, uh, I had Lachlan Lamb as well. I think he's been brilliant in the halves and... Uh, I think we've mentioned him over the last couple of weeks. Uh, you've been a big fan of Tom Amone this year as well, Cam. Yeah, I, think I have been a big fan of him this he's, year. He's yeah. been fantastic at prop, but I, I, I've gone for Lachlan Lamb. I think he's been brilliant at seven. Okay. A couple more to mention. I think Edwin Apapi, I think, has been Yeah, excellent. he's, he's mm. had a really good... Uh, I went with Josh Charnley. Okay. Uh, just to think, you know, when you said about Sean Kenny Dower rolling back the years and things like mm. that, I yeah. think, you know, when you look at Charnley, you know, he, he, he'd practically finished at Warrington, when he'd finished at Warrington. Mm-hmm. And then he's gone to Rugby Union as well. No, he, he had a spell. At, oh, yeah, I thought yeah. you meant after Warrington. No, he, he'd had yeah, a spell. Sorry, right, yeah. like, when he'd, and then he'd gone to Warrington, he's, he's, he's come here. He'd, he'd sort of drifted for a few years, you know, for a few years, and then he seemed to have found a new lease of life at Lee. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and now he looks he looks really hungry again, and, and he's always been a try machine when he's been in the mood, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. So I, I think I, I think them. Um, Space Raider. Is he, no, is he in rubbish. the show? No. Okay. I, I tell you what, I, I, I always... Hardacre? O'Brien? Um, I think just solid. Okay. I just uh, just while we're going through those, uh, just through the players there, you know what, I always forget that he was actually signed for Lee, but he left them before they came into Super League. Imagine if I had Blake Ferguson on the wing. Yeah, the new coach at... Uh, he'd have... He'd is, have uh, is it Batley? Is he? Yeah, he's been announced as the new coach. I think it's Batley or Dewsbury, one of them. Really? Yeah, he's the new coach. So. Well, I never saw that. No, yeah. I didn't. I just made that up. No, Bryce sent it to me. Definitely. Keep going and I'll look it up. Definitely. Uh, well, I'm just saying, if he'd, if he'd have been on the wing, I think Well, you're the one who's got tries. the team, so you have to keep going. He'd oh, have yeah. scored a few more tries. Uh, just on just on the real dream team, do you think he, do you think Edwin Apapi will get in as hooker? The only reason he won't get in as hooker, I think he will, mm. but the only reason he won't is if they give it to James Roby as some sort of like swan song type yeah. thing. Uh, to be fair, Roby's been okay this season, but I, I, I think your papi's been better. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think next up is Salford. 
Yes, it will be. I think for Salford, I think there's only one. Again, it's been a bit slim pickings at Salford, even though they've gone okay. I think it's been a bit slim pickings, but I think Brian Braley has been uh, the best at Salford. Yeah, I, I had Braley as well. I agree. I think he's been fantastic at fullback. And again, wouldn't surprise me if you saw him in the dreams in the actual dream team for fullback. I think I would. I think it's nailed on for Wellsby. Oh. Look at his stats. Dale Ferguson. Not oh, Dale Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, I knew it had a Ferguson in it. Oh, my oh, God. God. So does Sir Alex, but he's not the new manager of Batley, is he? What? He said he knew it had a Ferguson in there. Oh, right. right. Good oh, one, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, there you go. So, it's close, though, wasn't it? Um, I mean, you got half right. There yeah. you go. You, you, yeah. I think Blake Ferguson would have done a good job, to be honest. But that'd yeah. have been some Christmas day, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, I've Salford, gone. With, I've gone with Mark Sneed. Okay. I think when he hasn't played or hasn't played very well, let's say Salford have lost. Okay. I think he's held it. I think he's he's held it together. It guides him around well. Yeah, doesn't it? I think so. So I think. Uh, I find it hard to look past him, I think. Fair enough. Uh, and then on to the W's. No. Uh, what? Saints. Oh, we've not done Saints? No. Oh, sorry, I've Salford. Yeah, sorry, I thought we'd just done Saints. Come Saints. on. I was thinking about Blake Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> or Dale. Or Dale. Fergie, I was thinking about Fergie. <laughs> Black Eyed Peas, not yeah. that one. Yeah, right. Saints. Uh, I, um, yeah, I actually had Wellsby wrote down. Uh, again, I think it's between him and Brearley for the, for the, that number one spot in the actual dream team. But yeah, I think you're right, Callum. When you look at Wellsby's stats, he's, he's pretty much been involved in everything at Saints this season and he's been fantastic. So I disagree because I think for a lot of the first half of the season, I think he was anonymous. I, I don't think he's been anywhere near, um, what he was last season, oh. uh, but he is like second in try assists. Yeah, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, who have you have you gone for Wellsby? No, who have you gone for then? Um, I've gone for James Bell. You like him, don't you? Yeah, I think he's. But I think he's really come in and made that loose forward role his own. Even though he's not played there every week. Potentially, he could have made Morgan Knowles move positions. Yeah, I would. If I was Paul Wellens, I think I'd move Knowles to the front row. I'd bulk him up, move him to the front row, and I'd put Bell at 13, because I think I think a lot of the time, when Knowles plays 13, I think a lot of the plays stop with him. I don't think he has that passing game like Bell does. Um, but Bell can do it all. He's a bit like John Asiata. Mm. Um, Very similar player, I suppose. Yeah, there's a similar type of player. He's just obviously not got the size that Asiata has got, but he's got really good hands. Um, he can hit people. Mm. He can make the breaks. Like he can do it. All. I think he's a better loose forward than Morgan knows. Well, talking about doing it all, that's why I've gone for Tommy Makinson. Okay, I think the way he brings the ball out is second to none mm. from his own twenty. He's finishing. Um, he's one on one defending. Mm. Um, and he's just the angriest rugby league player I've ever seen. Fair enough. Yeah. So I would. I, I also think Sione Matauti has been good as well. 
think he's been really good. When he's played. He's not been banned that much. He had an injury. Okay. But uh, when he's played, he's been... Re- but I don't think he's played enough to, to get in front of Bell for me. Okay. Um, Wakefield? Ugh, God. I think I'm going to go for one that's maybe a bit out there. But I'm going to go for Liam Kay. Okay. Because he's played wing, he's played at nine, I think he's played second row, I'm pretty sure he's played loose. Yeah, good shout. He, he played, I think he played seven one week, he played everywhere and he's give everything every week. Good shout. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with uh, Will Dagger. I've gone with, do you know what, I've gone with Will Dagger. I think for someone who... For Fita would have been the easy choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Will Dagger for me, I think for someone who, when you look, when you, when you look back at him signing for Wakefield, he... We, we made fun of him that he didn't look that impressed to be there, did we? He, By the glum face, glum Exactly. <laughs> you know, he'd moved from Mulcair, who have now obviously made the playoffs, so, you, you know. But, um, yeah, I think I think what he's done at Wakefield in his time there, I think he's been fantastic. I think, you know, he gave him that bit of hope with a drop goal against Wigan, and I think he's just done really well there. I think the other one that I was really tempted to go with was Lee Kershaw. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure how much he's played this season, no. but last few weeks he's been really good. Yeah. Mm. So I was tempted with him. Maybe, and maybe that's a bit of recency bias of what he's done the last few weeks. Possibly. But, but you know, mm. there you go. Uh, Warrington? Um, tough, in it, this one. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'd have to go with Williams. I think he's the glue that uh, sort of holds everything together. And when he doesn't play, like we saw on Friday, they just don't know what they're doing. Not not Paul Vaughan, who won Man of Steel after three games? No, I don't think he's done an awful lot, really, Since after that. that, yeah. I've gone with Williams again, exactly the same as you. I think he, he's the one they rely on. Yeah, I had Matt Dufty. Just as a different one to to Williams more than anything else. With you two saying Williams, I think Williams has probably been uh, better. But I had Matt Dufty just to mix things up a bit. Okay, and finally Wigan. Again, there's a few that you could pick from. Um, I think the obvious one is is Bevan French, isn't it? He's always French in field to pick, isn't he? Yeah, I don't think Field's been anywhere near some of them. Mm. Um, not saying he's had a bad season, but I think there's been a lot of other players that have been better. Farrell's always probably by a... his own standards, yeah. you know. To be fair to him, but yeah. yeah, Farrell's always a constant. Yeah, yeah, he's been tremendous again, um, as he as he has been for years. Yeah, um, I've gone with Wardle. Yeah, another one who's been brilliant. I've gone with Jake Wardle. I think he's. Um, I think he's been a really good signing for them. Yeah. Um, and he's laid in with, with tries. He brings the ball out well. Defensively, yeah. he's solid. Um, you know, I think along with uh, Percival, he's probably the, the, the best centre there in the league. Mm. Mm. I don't think he's far behind Percival. Some people would argue that he's in front. I, I don't personally, I think Percival's like got an edge, but um, he's, he's a, but he's, Wardle's had a fantastic season. Yeah, he has, yeah. Uh, I had French, but as a as a note as well, I also had um, maybe not so much as his time at Wigan, but I had Tyler Dupree wrote down as well. Just he had a good season with Salford in the first half, and he's not done, you know, horribly mm. bad at Wigan. Yeah, that, that's true. With him moving teams, he's he, yeah, but yeah. he has had a good season. Yeah, he has. Yeah, that's good yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Fair point. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, there you go. Excellent. That was that was this week's talk to me about. Forward 
Yes, the Predictions League is back for the penultimate time. Yes. Yes, last predictions of the season. Since there's no playoffs because you, you're you not in them, so you didn't want them, did you? No, no, I made an executive <laughs> decision. No playoff prediction league. If you were a fourth, would you have had playoffs? If I was fourth, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So, obviously... <laughs> As always, joined by Brian from Six Again. Brian, how are we this week? New, new gentleman. New, new, um, well, that's funny. That's funny that Cal, because um, as much as you're 13th in the league, you're, you're, you're only seven points from fifth. Oh. So you, you could actually sneak into the playoffs. Yeah, but can't win it. There's no way. There's no way I can win it. But you could do it if you had playoffs, because then you'd be playing somebody to go through. No, no. Let's see. Where, I don't think that's how it would work. Well, let's see where you finish. How are we anyway, boys? Yeah. Good, thank you, Brian. You? Yeah, not too bad. Lovely, lovely winter autumn day in, in West Yorkshire. Mm. Like that in July, though, isn't it, to be fair? That's true. Yeah. Like that in it, yeah. yeah. It is when you used to go and short and t-shirt to Wakefield, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah in the pouring rain. Well done, Brian. yeah. <laughs> right, Brian. Uh, do you want to tell us... Uh, give us an update and tell us who's playing this week. Yeah. So last week we had five spot-ons. Um, in the Wellington St. Helens game, I got a spot-on. Um, we had two in the Wigan v. Casford game. One was from the Insiders and one was from Andy. Um, and we had two in the whole KR v. Salford game. One was from Catalan yeah. and the other one was also from Andy. Mm, yeah. Where's this been all season? I don't know. I well, don't know. you say where's this been all season, Bobby, but let, 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 let's get down to it. We had six non-movers. Bobby, you went up five this week. Um, the Insiders went up four. Um, Andy, you went up two. Hull SC went up two. Um, and going down, St. Helens and Wigan went down four. And everyone else went down one. Now, your last week this has been all season, Bobby. He's still only three points off bottom. Because <laughs> Lee had a good week as well. And so did OKR. Okay, huh? Just not as good. Form like that, um, practically in the playoffs. <laughs> Andy's now in 15 there's an 8 point gap to me in 14 and between myself and the insiders in 5th is an 8 point gap um, Callum you're in 13 Bobby you moved up to 7 yeah, right? <laughs> yeah just thought I'd put it in there Carl sorry right, you, you can say mine again if you want yeah, yeah you're 7th Bobby yeah. um, 2 points off 5th and then um We've got the top three, which is now really a top two, I'd say, because Catalan are above Wakefield by four points. Okay, brilliant. Um, just this week, just before you, sorry. just before you tell us this week, Brian, just make a note. Yeah. You've, you've slid down a lot, haven't you? <laughs> Myself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've been there. I've been there for about six weeks, but mm-hmm. I'm just. No, um, slid, since Freddie since stopped me with your predictions, you've slid down a lot, let me tell you. He's sliding fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, basically, since Freddie, since I took back over from Freddie, I've uh, yeah, you've been let, awful. You've let him down, yeah. to be honest. I've, I have let him down a bit, to be quite fair. Seven years old better than me, yeah. Who's on this week? This week, for Catherine, we've got Roy. For Catherine, we've got Victoria. For Huddersfield, we've got Nathaniel. For Hull FC, we've got Outlawed Rugby League. For Hull KR, we've got Tony, uh, who had a Hindu on Saturday at Hull KR. Hope she's recovered. Um, for Leeds, we've got Eddie. 
Leeuwen we've got Forbidden Game, for Salford we've got Phil, for St. Anne's we've got David, for Wakefield we've got Dan at Bellevue, for Warrington we've got Loose Wire, for Wigan we've got Johnny. And for the insiders this week, we have um, a, league le- a league leader's shield winner. Um, we've got Grace Field of York in England. Ah, excellent. Um, she's currently injured uh, out for the season with a shoulder injury. I think she picked up a, uh, either against St. Anne's in the semi-final or the week after. And... Um, We've got hair on with both women's games on this weekend on Sky. Yes, in the semi-finals. Yeah. Do you know what time? Do you know what time they're on, Bry? Not off the top of me. I don't know. One's on Saturday six o'clock, which is the St. Helens one. I think the one, uh, the York Wigan one is just before it. I think okay. the double header. Fair enough. Well, welcome to Grace. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Right. Are we ready, boys? Yeah. Let's go. Last one of the season. And first up, we have Huddersfield free Warrington for a Friday at 8 o'clock. Um, it's a tricky one, this, because Huddersfield at home will probably want to, you know, see the team off. Uh, probably not the best season they've had, but they'll probably still get behind them. But Warrington have to win to make the playoffs short. They, they've got to win this game, and I'm going to go Warrington by eight. Yeah, I'm going to go Warrington 14 because they've got to win. Yeah, I'm going to go Warrington 10 for the same reasons. And I've also gone Warrington 10, Callum. Um, mixed bag. Literally half and half. Uh, the highest we've got is Warrington 14. The highest we've got is Huddersfield 14. Okay. Huddersfield, Nathaniel, he's gone Huddersfield by two. And a loose fire have gone Warrington by eight. Mm, okay. Next game, also Friday, 8 o'clock, Leeds v Castleford. Um, surely they've got... Well... Surely Castleford have switched off, mm-hmm. as we saw last week. And they both have. And, they, and but they've got they've got to bounce back, haven't they? Yeah. Leeds have got to like. They've got. High. They've got to. Mm. They've got to. So I'm going to go. I don't absolutely no idea why, but I'm going to go Leeds by twenty. <laughs> I'm going to go Leeds, not by that much. I'm going to go fourteen. I'm going to go Leeds by ten for the same reasons. And I've gone Leeds by 12. Um, again, another mixed bag. Um, we've got um, Leeds by 8 from Eddie at Leeds. And we've got Castleford by 28 from Roy. Right. Well, you think that's high, but actually we do have a Castleford by 24. And that's high uh, down at Bellevue. Aww. But the highest we've got for Leeds is 14. <clears throat> Other than Andy's. Okay. Um, next game, it's the game that Sky has picked to show. Um, also, Friday eight o'clock, it's Lee three Wigan. Oh God, it's tough, isn't it? Well, I say um, Lee can only they could they can't finish third. They could get caught by LKR on points difference. Yeah, they could. Yeah, they're playing for a home tie, aren't they? Yeah. Wigan aren't going to let it slip through their hands, are they? I don't think so. I'm going to say Wigan by 16. Yeah, I think Lee will put up a fight, but I think Wigan will have too much, so I'm going to go Wigan by 10. I'm going to go Wigan by 14. Sorry, Bobby, but I've also gone Wigan by 14. Um, The highest we've got for Wigan is Wigan by 22, and that's on uh, down at Bellevue at Wakefield. We do have a Wigan by 2 which is from um, our insider Grace. And there's only two people who've gone for Lee. Um, Hull FC and St. Helens. 
and they've both gone Lee by one. Okay. Next game, also Friday at 8 o'clock, it's Salford v Catalan. Now, this one's really tricky because Catalan's have to win and hope Wigan lose, and Salford have to win and hope Warrington lose. It, <laughs> it's that. Uh, I think Catalan are too good. I think Catalan have more chance of winning in order to win the league leaders. So I'm going to go Catalan by 10. Yeah, I don't think they'll let that home tie slip. So I'm going to go Catalans by 18. I'm going to go. Catalan 14. And sorry, Bobby, but I've also gone Catalan by 10. Um, it's a clean sweep. And the highest is yourself, Andy, and Wigan, who've both gone Catalan by 18. Wakefield and Hull FC have gone Catalan by 2. And now, Bobby, there's six of us who were on Catalan by 10. <laughs> I say get Freddie back. I hope they never, I hope they don't get it right. Brian'll never fit all that in one tweet. Uh, <laughs> not, not only fit that at all in one tweet. I'll, I'll, I'll be, yeah, I'll be travelling home from from a game as well. <laughs> Next up, Friday, eight o'clock. Speaking of the game, I'm going to St. Helens Hull FC. Um, I can't see anything but an easy win. I just can't see you being by that much. The way that they've been all year. If they don't do it this week, they're not going to do it, are they? No, I don't think they will. I think they will. So I'm going to go Saints by 34. Uh, I don't think it'll be quite that. I'm going to say Saints by 22. I'm going Saints by 18. I don't think they will. I think they'll just try and do enough. Go through the the processes to get things right for the week after, if you like. Yeah, exactly that. And I've gone St. Helens by 16. Um, another clean sweep. The lowest we have is St. Helens by 12. The highest we have, we have two of them. St. Helens by 42. Okay. And lastly, on Saturday at 8 o'clock, it's Wakefield for Hull KR. I mean, I'd, I'd love Wakefield to win the last game in Super League, but I don't think it's going to happen. And OKR need to win and need to win by a lot to have any chance of finishing third. I, I think I'm going to say Hull KR by 28. Uh, I'll go Hull KR 20. Yeah, I'm going to go Hull KR 16. I think Wakefield will try, but Hull KR will just put a bit more on a bit of a marker for the playoffs. And I've gone Hull KR by 14. Um, we have a Hull KR by 32, which is from Castleford. We have two who've gone for Wakefield. We have a Warrington, Warrington have gone Wakefield by eight. And it's our favourite game of the week. And um, last time this season. What did Matt say? <laughs> I reckon he said Wakefield by one. Good answer. I think, yeah. I think he said Wakefield by seven. I think he's a bit depressed, doesn't care, and I reckon he's gone Hulk IR by 48. <laughs> and ding, 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 no double bonus points this week. Go to Callum! Wakefield by one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could see it. Yeah. Or not. 
I know. Yeah. Well, there we go. Well, all to play for. Or not. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, just try not to Your podcast is to play for, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, well, you say that. I think well, everybody's still in danger, really. Yeah. <laughs> Feels a bit feels a bit harsh relegating Wakefield from this prediction league, doesn't it? They're like yeah. third. <laughs> they will if they win it. Oh yeah, they're like third and going to get kicked out next year. Mm. And yet we have Dross like Andy. Andy. <laughs> yeah, he's got a license. To what? I bought. <laughs> I bought the pod stuff. <laughs> no, you didn't. Sure, I did. Business expense. Well, yeah. well his license is. <laughs> His license isn't for thrill, is it? Uh, 007. Yeah, that's what he scores, though, normal every week. 007. Yeah, that's true. When everyone else is getting 24. Well, we'll see. Next, we'll see next year, Bri. Big words from a big man. We'll see, ne- we'll see next year. <laughs> right. Come right. On. Well, yes, I think that just about wraps us up for this week. So if you have stayed with us for all this time, thank you for listening. Um, ju- well, go- well, yeah. Um, Good luck to everybody participating in the Predictions League. And just a quick reminder that Rugby League Shirt Day is uh, this Friday, the 22nd of September. Remember to dig out your best Rugby League shirts. So your favourite Rugby League shirts, take a picture, post it online. And obviously, if you can, donate. Uh, they're going to two great causes, the MND Association and the Steve Prescott Foundation. Um, and I look forward, we all look forward to seeing everybody's shirts on display. Um but I think from all of us at the Loose Forward podcast for this week, it's goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.